What is up, degenerates? We are late into week nine, coming to you Thursday evening, a little bit later than we wanted to, but uh, with Halloween, we had to uh, go out and do some trick-or-treating. Some of us had to get roofied, Ben, um, <laughs> and we weren't able to record last night, but we're here to uh, go over some news and, and uh, injuries and just a, an outlook at week nine and, and the crap week that we have ahead. Uh, I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Ben Stefan and Mr. Diego Shaheen. Ben, how you feeling? I'm uh, feeling better now. Uh, yesterday was kind of rough. Uh, I think Halloween being pretty cold up here, we had some snow in Canada, so it was a pretty chilly night and we weren't exactly ready for that. So uh, kind of I was down to the dumps yesterday, not feeling great, did a lot of sleeping. Uh, feeling back in the action tonight and uh, happy to record during this uh, game that no one cares about. <laughs> another, <laughs> another classic Thursday night game that uh, is going to suck. Hopefully an experiment Diego, how you doing? cancel soon. <laughs> I'm doing well, Steve, man. I'm happy to be here recording. Uh, life has been busy. Um, went out trick-or-treating. Um, I do have a lot of candy, so I'm going through all that. And that should keep me up for tonight. So um, ready to go. So did you uh, dress up as your favorite football player? Um, who's my favorite football player? Who is my? No, Joe Montana? No, no, I don't have a favorite football player. <laughs> I dress up as who I am, man. I'm Superman. Oh, well, I mean, I mean as long as you have an alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to my kids, I'm still Superman, so I'll take yeah, it. No, that's good. No, I, I, a couple of people I know, I asked them if they dressed up for Halloween, and they just looked at me funny like, no, why would I do that? I'm like, dude, you got little kids. This is like the best time. The kids love it. No, I would, I would never do that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> one we, of my friends have... was like, oh yeah, but Steve dresses up just because. <laughs> <laughs> we had two Harry Potters with the kids, and uh, I was Superman, and the wife was Wonder Woman. So oh, she went this herself. So nice. great. Justice League <laughs> and uh, Harry Potter. Good. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so, all right. Um. We'll jump into the news quick, go over some more injuries. Um, there were some significant ones at quarterback this week. Uh, and then we will talk about some scary situations, being that it's Halloween. And, uh, and then we'll go over the Harry Potter stuff. Breaking news. All right. So we are back to the 930 games on Sunday. Uh, this is the first game in Frankfurt against uh, Miami and Kansas City. That'll be a 9.30 game on Sunday. So make sure you get those players put into your uh, running back flex spots. I mean, running back wide receiver spots and out of your flex uh, quarterbacks. Put them in your quarterback spot, not the super flex, if, if, unless you're playing somebody from Thursday night's game, which if you are, you have my condolences because <laughs> uh, it's Thursday night. Um, teams on by this week, Detroit, San Francisco, Jacksonville, Denver. So you may have had to start somebody this week. Mm -hmm. Um, I know in one of the leagues, I think it was, uh, the degenerates league that I'm in that Eric runs. Um, I picked up Will Levis and put him in to start tonight because I have Stafford who we'll talk about shortly and he's not going to play. And I think my other quarterback there was Deshaun Watson and I can't plan on him playing. So. <laughs> to make a last-minute uh, des desperation play. Yeah. You don't know if he's going to play, if he wants to play. That's yeah, exactly. the situation we have there. So, so I'm, I'm starting Levison. 
<laughs> I'm hoping he has another big game with Diop. Um, and then uh, I guess the biggest news over the uh, the trade deadline week was uh, the Raiders fired uh, head coach Josh McDaniels, their offensive coordinator, uh, was it Joe Lombardi? Yep. And uh, their general manager, his name escapes me right now. but uh, I don't have it in front of me, but they were all out. Full sweep of house, and uh, I think it was needed. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they were all uh, they were. So Josh and the the general manager they were fired at like one thirty in the morning. Um, the OC was fired later on during the, later on that day in the morning. Um, so uh, one of the shows that I listened to, it was rumored that part of the reason that he was fired or they were fired is because they were trying to trade Hunter Renfro for like a sixth or seventh round pick after moving on from Carr and Waller in the off season, um, who were guys that when he took the job, he praised the fact that, you know, they were there and that was part of the reason he took the job. So uh, then he brought in Jimmy G that's been a disaster. Um, just a lot of bad decisions uh, as far as coaching and they, you know, he took a, a playoff team and made it one of the worst teams in the league. So, well, we we got to watch them play on Monday night, and it was like, that, that was not good at all. And Adams was frustrated. Yeah, um, Jimmy G is just—I I get it. I think his injury and in his back still acting up, but wow, that was a bad, bad game, bad offense. It, there's nothing to show, and they got nothing. Like you said, they dismantled the team and they're not getting any better. Yeah. They, they've, uh, they've gone completely backwards. Um, so his record in Vegas is nine and 16. Um, oddly, his record when he was fired in Denver, it was nine and 15 and he was fired halfway <laughs> through his second year. So <laughs> there's a trend here for, for Josh McDaniels. Uh, I don't think he's going to have another head coaching job. In the NFL, I think he goes back home. Uh, I don't know, honestly. He's I mean, probably got to go to college. Uh, he probably does and then like build up, and when he's like fifty, he can come back or something. Uh, I don't even. <laughs> I, I don't, honestly, I don't think he's going to get another shot. He's banned from the NFL after that. Well, just as just as a head coach, I mean, he's still he's still a decent OC. Like he'll he'll get a job as an OC somewhere. I mean, he, you got to figure he's got two and a half years left on a con on a four year contract. He's going to get fi- uh, forty five million dollars. But if you're, so, if you're that good of an offensive coordinator, how are you that bad as some, a head coach? And your offenses are because terrible. some guys some guys can't do oh, it. They, they did, you can't, can't even have an transition. offense that's good, or you can't do anything. No, like, yeah, that's that's a part that I don't get. Like it's, 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 it's always about him being a good OC, and nowhere where he's gone, he's had he's had a decent offense. Right. No, and. and a lot like you get defensive guys that go and they, their defense is terrible. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, some guys are overwhelmed by all of the duties of being the head coach and they can't just focus on the one thing that they were good at. Yeah, so I also think yeah. he's probably not a fantastic motivator. It sounds like he treated some people pretty shittily. Well, most, most places he was. Yeah. And like some coaches like Dan Campbell, he doesn't have to be good at coaching offense or coaching defense. He seems just like he's a leader. No, he, he, he's a, he, like, Dan Campbell's charisma right? yeah. is there, and it's infectious, and, and, and the guys buy into yeah. it. Yeah, and no one buys into um, Josh McDaniels because he's a weenie. No, no, they bought into the, the Belichick system and, and the Brady system right. when they were here, and, and when they've gone, like Patricia, the same thing. Like he went to Detroit and was not a motivator. 
uh, Josh is not a motivator. So, and it, and I think that's what it is. Like these guys do well as assistants and they're just a part, a product of the environment they're in, but they're just not good coaches in their own right. Yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, so sorry, right now, sorry, Steve, just, it's interesting too okay. that there was all the rumors about players being traded. Devonte Adams name was <clears throat> floated so much, but the rumors that came out was that it's never going to happen. That's probably because they were likely told they can't do anything. Like yeah. you guys are gone. Don't touch this team sort of thing. Maybe the owners are like, well, nah. the, yeah, the, I mean, the owners, the owners had final say. Well, I'm wondering if they on, were, on the if trades. they were also fired beforehand and then just announced it later. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Just to, I think they were fired because yeah. you got to figure they played Monday night and then they were fired after the game while negotiations were going on, yeah. you know, because of the trade deadline on Tuesday. So I think the game and what they were trying to do with trades, you know what I mean? I think it was a combination of, of quite a few things. Yeah. So uh, right now their linebackers coach is the interim head coach. So as far as fantasy players, I don't know. We'll get, we'll uh, get Aiden O'Connell, which we'll talk to. We'll talk about um, when we get into the scary situation. So, Stay tuned. Um, so we'll jump into injuries and go over the, the several that we had last week. The injury report. All right. Uh, so the biggest injury was Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles on his right foot. He's out for the season. Um, trade deadline, Josh Dobbs was traded to Minnesota. But this week, the rookie... Um, Jaron Hall should get the start. Um, you guys expect anything from the Minnesota offense this week, Ben? Uh, no, but I haven't expected much from it for <clears throat> a while. But uh, it's probably not going to be very good. It's going to be a wait and see. I mean, this is a kind of a shitty week for all of these quarterback injuries to have happened because there's some really good players on bye weeks. Um at the running back, tight end, and wide receiver positions. So you might have to start these guys anyway. Um, I'm sure their projections have been modified with the quarterback changes, but I, I'm probably still going to have to start. Um, like you probably still have to start Addison if you if you have him because he's probably one of your better guys and. Everybody else that you might have is probably on bye week. Like I have a couple situations like that where he's going to get in there anyway, and I'm filling holes with whatever I can this week because it's kind of a tricky one. But my expectations aren't very high. Yeah, no, I, I I'm in the same boat. I mean, I get you got to start Hawkinson most likely because you're going to be light at tight end. Um, you'll have to start Addison, maybe even KJ Osborne. Uh, the only place that I'm able to not really have to start somebody is Madison. Uh, which I, I don't even think you'd notice if you took him out of your lineup and left it empty. So uh, <laughs> he's been so bad so and, you, and you know, they're going to rely on the running game. So uh, maybe acres is a bright spot. He finally got, they finally got a rushing touchdown last week with him. Um, Diego. No. So this is, this is my night in purple armor, man. I had him in a ton of leagues. Uh, he was my late quarterback pick. Um, I think the offense was actually working very well. Everyone was expecting 
the offense to kind of drop when Jefferson got injured. And it, it it didn't. I think at that point, then you see Addison pick it up. Osborne was doing his thing. They were really going to, to Hawkinson a lot. And they started to win games. And unfortunately, now with the Cousins injury, it's interesting that they went after the trade because it looks like, I mean, they're still in it from a playoffs perspective. So I think that's why the trade happened. But from a fantasy football perspective, I think, like you said, Hawk is really the only one you can play. Maybe you can play the running backs because they may want to try running the ball. Um, they do have a very good offensive line. We talked about that before uh, for both running and passing. So it's a bit of a wait and see. But I don't know. Um, I do think that with the trade happening, it it does sound like Jefferson will come back. Or if not, they could have just completely reset and start over and just start trading players out. And they didn't do that at the trade deadline. So it sounds like they want to still try and go after it, which is good for the, for the, for the pieces that we have um, for that offense. Well, they're definitely, they're in the wildcard hunt because right now they're, mm-hmm. they're the seventh team in the NFC. So, I mean, if the season ended today, they would be the wild card. Um, so it makes sense that they, that they went after it. Uh, I mean, Dobbs was a cheap buy for them to get a veteran presence. I mean, he's been serviceable in Arizona. He's won a couple of games. So I think he's get getting better weapons, better offensive line. Uh, I think he had a better running game in, in Arizona, but you know, it is what it is. And, and cousins was, was like, he, he was at 18 touchdowns, a quarterback five uh, over 2000 yards. Like he, they were throwing the ball. No more of this running heavy run game that we saw the last couple of years. So that's, yeah. that's why it sucked well, that he went down. Yeah. Well, I mean, their, their running game was, has been inefficient. So he, he hasn't had a choice. Um, like I said, acres is finally starting to get going there. So that might be a bright spot. I, I would think with the rookie that they're going to try to get a running game going, just to, to take some pressure off of him. Uh, so hopefully it's just a one week thing and we get Dobbs. I would imagine next week, but uh, just be leery with the, with your uh, Vikings for this week. Like Ben yeah. said, you're going to have to start some of the guys, but don't don't expect a whole lot. Yeah, hopefully you get the Levis performance and three touchdowns from Addison so. or something. That'd be nice. Mm. We'll so. see. <laughs> That's a lot to yeah, ask we'll for. At That's... least just based on what I saw from the guy coming. Yeah, out I'm of hopeful the game. just because. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean the guy. So the the scouting report on the guy. It, what he's he's just a guy. Um, like he's nothing special as far as in preseason in the senior bowl. Like he just, he's just a guy. So I, I don't have that high of expectations. I mean, love is, there was pretty decent expectations mm-hmm. of him coming out of the draft and stuff. So I think he met those. I mean, obviously he's going to have growing pains, but we'll talk about him later. Uh, Matthew Stafford, move on. He's got a UCL sprain. He's going to be out for week nine. This is in the same thumb that he had surgery on. I would imagine, from what I've heard, it's probably going to be out at least two weeks. Yep. Uh, so Brett Ripien most likely is going to get to start there. Uh, same kind of situation, I think. You're, you're hope. I mean, you got to start Cup. You got to start Puka. You're hopeful, but I don't know. I really don't. Um, because Ripien has been bad. Yeah, and they they were supposed to. You, you heard the story. There, uh, who was the other backup? Wolford, is it? Yeah, Wolford. And 
and uh, he was actually in the practice squad for Tampa and they tried to sign him and he said, no, I'm staying in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want to go Gross. back. <laughs> yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. The taxes, I'm not paying. Uh, so he's headed to the same Florida. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, so they're, they're in a rough situation too. So, I mean, that's, it's another offense. You got to, we just got to temper expectations for a couple of weeks until Stafford's back. Um, I think they got a week 10 bye, right? They're still down Kyron Williams as well. Yeah. Well, he's, I think he's eligible to come back week 11. So when they come out of the bye, they should have Kyron back. Hopefully, they should have Stafford back. Um, Hopefully, nobody gets hurt this week and they'll be back at full strength when they come out of their bye. Yep. Play play Um, your guys. Hope for a touchdown. Yeah. That's, that's all you can do. (laughs) Like, you, 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 you have to start Cup. You have to start Puka. Um, you, you may have to start Higby, the running backs. I, I, if you're desperate and you, you've had to start them, I'm sorry. You, you're going to probably have to rely on that again. So it's not a good week in a lot of spots. Yeah, you're probably going to be starting a really shitty tight end that you don't want to start this week with Laporta, Kittle, and uh, Evan Ingram out. Like, it's, yeah. it's not a good week. Yeah, you, Higby is somebody that you could hit on because – yeah. They may try to scheme, you know, dump offs to him. So he's worth a dart throw for sure. And for what it's worth, the Rams are playing the Packers, right? Yes. And so <laughs> Talk that, about bad that, offenses That could be a there. really bad, bad game. game. There's a lot of really bad games <laughs> it's this like week. Thir- There's going to be 30 points. This is a so bad week. Bad. It's, yeah. It's just a race. This one, everyone moves on. Back to 16. Uh, back to 16 forward games. to the next one. We're yeah. going back to 16 games this week. Doesn't count. <laughs> Yeah, I wish. Um, speaking of bad games, uh, Kendrick Bourne out with a torn ACL. Devontae Parker out with a con- out with a concussion. Um, that means we'll have Juju Smith-Schuster and the rookie tight ends and Demario, Demario Douglas or Douglas. Yeah, Demario Douglas. Um, nothing to get excited about here. Uh, the like Diego, like Diego said. Patriots right now are a dumpster fire. Um, I mean, uh, it's hard to watch. Okay, but, uh, so, nothing hold to on, be hold you, you guys are playing Washington. Has a terrible secondary. There's a chance there. Maybe something happens with him. Well, He's been playing more snaps, so maybe that's like the only option. He got seven targets last game. So the only thing, the only upside to this playing Washington this week is they just traded both of their top pass rushers. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. You know, Mac yeah. may not be under pressure. 12 out of 11 plays, but they're in their secondary is a little bit weak. So it, we should be competitive in this game. I would hope, but I still don't have a lot of hope. Um, okay. Fantasy wise. All I'm saying is Douglas could be a, a, a feasible flex option in a bad week. Like Ben has already said with a bunch of stars out, mm-hmm. you need maybe eight points there. I don't no, know. No, he get you there. He might be. I mean, he, very well could get a touchdown. I think him, um, I think Hunter Henry is probably an option at tight end. Oh, and I've been playing him, man. He's no gross. option. <laughs> well, this, this week where you may have to because of the tight ends that are out. Yeah. Um, and then I think you're, you're probably all right flexing Zeke because I think they'll get the running game. Uh, they've had that work in a little bit, and I think maybe Ramondre as well. Ramondre, yeah. So, I mean, there's options as flex guys. I, I, I would not want to have to have them as my starters, but 
certainly as flex guys, I could get on board with that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I watch the games. I, I pay a lot of attention to it. It's just That's sad. It's disheartening to, to see the team the way it is right now. So I feel for you. I, I you should. I mean, you, you're used to this as a yes, Panthers yes, fan. Sir. But at least we have a we have a wide receiver one on our team. So you do. We, we have. Fan, we, we don't even have a wide receiver three anymore. Yeah, I know. I wanted to highlight that. I, I thought we only highlighted the most impact, impactful fantasy football players. Why are we talking about any of the Patriots? Well, we, Kendrick Bourne was impactful um, because you know, he was the wide receiver one. That's because the he was the one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're going to talk about Darren Waller, who also has not been fantasy impactful. Oh, so I, I have a bone to pick with you, man. Do you, well, why? Let's show you. You did it. You. Dude, I am trying to get this guy running. I have him in a bunch of leagues just because no one will take him. He's finally back, and boom, you jinxed him. <laughs> I did. Yeah, <laughs> Darren Waller out multiple weeks yeah. um, with a hamstring. There goes my beard. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, here's here's the saving grace that you have with that, though. As long as like you got to compare how many games Waller misses with how many games Andrews misses, and if they're even, that then you could lose. But if it's lopsided one way or the other, it's canceled out by injury. So you got to hope he's out for more than three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's the, the thing is the Giants oh. have, like the Giants passing game has been non-existent, obviously with the injuries, et cetera. Worse than non-existent. Uh, it hindered their team. They had negative nine yards I mean, passing. Yeah. And they almost you, you won. You want to talk about a dumpster fire. They almost won. The Giants are terrible. Yeah. Like, Gross. At least they should have Jones back this week, which is But great, you don't even know if that's a good thing. <laughs> better than Tyrod, you know? Nah, man. I mean, I want 40, 40 more touches, 40 more carries for Saquon Barkley, please. Yeah, that's that, yeah. that's the only saving grace there that you have that. But going back to the tight end, so what, I guess we pick up Bellinger and play him? He he was doing fine last last year. Um, yeah, I mean, I so I did. I grabbed him in a lot of spots in best ball when I was doing those this summer, just because I expected this to happen with Waller. Ah, this is all part of the plan. I it see is. How it goes. I need my Bellinger shares <laughs> to play out this week because I have Kittles and bits and bits and bits. Uh, so I need a bye week fill-in. Um, now, it, believe me, I did not hope for this to happen. It just, it's inevitable with Darren Waller. I mean, you no, got... You don't hope about it, but you don't talk about it. You, got <laughs> you just nine don't weeks, bring it up. Well, eight and a half weeks out of him without him getting hurt. So, no, we be. actually didn't. He was hurt at the beginning of the season. Oh, that's <laughs> right. He like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so in true Waller fashion. And this is obviously just because oh. we played Dynasty. I did not pick him up in any redraft. Not that my redraft record is any good, but still. No, but, but Ben did. <laughs> ben, ben was really high on Waller this year. I mean, just like I was really high on Pitts. So we'll see. Oh, maybe God. maybe that'll turn around now <laughs> with, the new, with the different quarterback. Uh, so that'll that'll um, wrap up the injury report. Just just a couple injuries, but they were major ones. So on, on this tough week with the uh, four teams with good players on buys, it's it's going to be tough. But good teams will persevere, and and the bad teams will be uh, just losing another week. So we'll jump into um, our scary situations. Uh, so just some players that uh, we want to talk about that aren't really doing what you drafted them for, 
don't really know what to do with them right now and don't know what to expect from them in, in, in the coming weeks. So the first guys we'll talk about, we alluded to it a little bit in the injury report, is uh, Cooper Cup, who's the wide receiver 55 right now, and Puka Nasua, who's the wide receiver 4. They're going to be without Stafford for a couple of weeks. Um, Diego, what do you, what what are your concerns? What do you think about this situation? Well, this really comes back to what we were talking about. I think it's a scary situation just because Stafford was out, and when we first heard about the injury, this would have been the same uh, injury that uh, we had. When was it? Um, when Breeze has it, I think he was out like six weeks, um, and that would have been kind of the same situation here. But it's looking like. They're not considering taking Stafford into IR, so that'd be a good thing. For now, we talked about just their, their backup quarterback. You just got to have to throw these guys in here. Now, with the buys, they have a Week 10 buy. That kind of saves you from playing them one week while Stafford's back. I expect Stafford, hopefully, to be back after that bye week. Uh, they have Green, Green Bay, like we said, and then Seattle right after that. Uh, but it's scary throwing them out there. You're hoping, like Ben said, for a touchdown. Um, I don't think this backup quarterback can sustain these two guys at, at the pace that Stafford was doing. So uh, it's it's messy. Nothing to panic. Uh, just kind of have to navigate this injury. Hopefully Stafford's back after that bye week. Yeah, no, that's that's going to definitely be the big hope. Um, ben? Um. I don't think you can sit either of them, <clears throat> like I said before, because everyone's in kind of city situations with uh, injuries and bye weeks. But um, I'm hopeful Cup gets his because he seems to guy that he's just always open. He runs really good routes. I feel like a quarterback that's not the greatest is going to look for that a lot more. And Puka is more of like he gets that contested catch. He gets the deep ball. Um, he got a lot of targets when Cup was out, but I think those targets are starting to go Cooper Cup's way, so I'm hopeful he can get his, like get his volume. Keep what keeps those things. The volume is what keeps Cup a really valuable fantasy asset. So I'm hopeful that that can happen. But yeah, it's it's like you're putting them in your lineup, and you're like, okay, these guys have been my guys. Like, let's hope we keep it rolling. But uh, it is a scary <laughs> one, that's for sure. No, it definitely is. I mean, Cup when he came back was getting targets. I think it's just been the offense has struggled. Um, you know, with when they lost Kyron Williams, that offense has really struggled since then. So I think after the bye, everybody comes back healthy, that they should be able to pick up. Cup should be a, a steady fantasy target again, and hopefully we can continue rolling forward. Uh, the next bad situation, scary situation, is Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Um, and now you've got... A, a new a rookie quarterback coming in and they they both have been frustrating. They've not been getting the work that we expected them to get. Um, they're frustrated. We're frustrated. Obviously the owners are frustrated. So hopefully with this new change, they can get something going. Um, ben. Yes. How are you? I have yes. yes, yes, just yes. I have both of these guys in a couple of different spots. Um, I did move on from Devonte Adams, picked up uh, Adam Thielen, and that's been a 
very positive trade for me so far, even with the Panthers being on the bye week, the first week of that trade. Adams, or sorry, Dillon has more points than Devontae Adams over that, that two-week stretch um, by quite a bit. But uh, Josh Jacobs is like the RB8 or something like that somehow. Um, not very sexy as an RB8. Like he's not blowing everybody out of the water. He's not putting up those massive points, but he's been pretty steady. I feel like that might still happen just because they're going to, they might have to lead, like you guys have said, with the other quarterbacks coming in, lean on the running game a bit. He seems to get his chances. Um, I don't know if Devontae Adams is going to get his. Maybe the new coaching staff is going to get him the ball more. Um, but there's just so many question marks that make both of these guys pretty scary. Um, I have high hopes for both of them, but it's hesitating. And if you couldn't get off of Devontae Adams a few weeks ago before all this mess went down, you're probably stuck with them and have to roll with it and uh, just fearing your, your week to week that you're going to end up with one for 11. Like <laughs> that sucks out of that guy when he's supposed to be like your lock for 20 points a game. I think you're going to see them push more targets this way. I definitely think you're going to push more, uh, you know, with, like you said, Jacobs has just been steady. Uh, I think he's going to get more work, especially with a young guy. They're going to try to protect him. Uh, you, you're going to get more of the uh, short, I would think, short work from the quarterback. Dump-offs, screen passes, yeah. um, you know, five, ten-yard passes and let, let Adams and uh, Jacoby Myers turn them into more. Hopefully they get uh, Hunter Renfro more involved as well uh, just because th- those are – the players that and they run the routes that you're going to be able to take advantage of with a, with a young guy. And then that should open up some, some deep balls to Adams, you know, some 50, 50 balls and stuff so that he can do what he's able to do and what he's made a career out of doing with, with catching those passes. Um, Diego. Guys, the way I look at this is actually the scary situation might have just become a much better situation with the firing of, of their head coach. It, it can't be worse than where it was. Let's be honest. I mean, th- I think they've hit bottom. Uh, bottom. The, the team didn't even look motivated at all on, the, on that Monday night game. It was bad all over the place. So it, it we had talks about um, the coaching guys just losing the locker room. And then this change might move that away. You may see these guys go out there and try and play and at least get you a little bit more. Um, Adams was getting by on volume, but Jacobs, uh, like, like Ben said, he's running back nine actually, but I mean, we're not going to split hairs, but I think, like you said, all the stuff that you said is true. Uh, trying to protect that young quarterback. I think this kind of a blessing in disguise kind of a thing and looking forward to see what it is. Cause it can't be any worse than where it was. Hopefully. No, I don't think so. I think we've seen the, the worst that the Raiders have to offer the last couple of weeks. And I think it can only go up from here with, with, um, you know, with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. I mean, Hoyer, new, new offensive coordinator, who, whoever they put out there, I think anything's got to be better than the product that they were giving us already this season. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I just kind of want to make it clear. I, some weeks it sounds like we're negative or we're harping on these guys or, we're expecting the worst and these kind of things. I don't think that's really always the case. I think we all are in so many leagues. We have actually high hopes. We want 
points. We want these guys to do really well. We're just sort of being realistic about situations. And I like that you guys are pointing out the, the changes that could come and get these guys some points and maybe spark some, um, spark some offense and some more fantasy points. If I had it my way, every guy would get 15 fantasy points every week and we'd have massive scores on, on, uh, in everybody's column. Um, and, and we'd all, we'd all tie. No, not all tie. Just, I, I'd love to see like 305 <laughs> to 295 every week. Like big, as big long points. as you were the 305. No, man, right? like it just feels good. Your guys get points. Like you want them to do well. You don't want like that. I think that's the, the awesome thing about fantasy football is you don't just end up watching the team, like your home team that you root for. You end up watching all these other guys, learning about all these other guys, watching good football, hopefully, like you hope for, and have something to cheer for in, in every game. And that's like the beauty of it. And we don't want to see injuries. We don't want to see guys be shit or have bad situations or top guys being bad. Like it's a, it just makes it uh, kind of tough. So I think that more positive note of we want these guys to do well. We're hopeful. And I hope Aiden O'Connell comes out and puts up 400 yards. But we're just trying to be realistic, I think, with these scary situations that it he- makes people hesitant to put them in their lineups and can be tough. No, you're you're 100% correct. I mean, uh, it is – we are definitely not – we want these guys to do well. Uh, you know, where, where I may not have this guy in this league, I have him in the next league. And, you know – it is it is exactly that we we want all these guys to do well especially the young guys we want the the nfl scores to be 49 to 50 you know so that all your fantasy guys are are doing well every week fuck defense uh, you know <laughs> fuck defense well ideal like ideally 29 to 30 and, and your your fantasy guys get a ton of yards or even even less um you know, 19 to 20 or 20 to 21, where everybody gets a, a bunch of yards, they just kick a bunch of field goals. It, just to, just so you get fantasy points, but you see good football yeah. games. And that's, I feel like we're, we're not getting, like this year, we're not getting good football games. We're not getting the quality uh, fantasy scores that we're used to. So, yeah, there's a it, lot it, of, like you say, it made a lot of low ones, like a lot of like, 15 13 yeah there's just been like bad bad scores um you know from week to week and for no reason like your your team will just completely disappear one week and then the next week you get the high score so Mm -hmm. it's just been really really odd this year um so like you say we're not we're not trying to be negative We, we are just trying to point out potentially you know these guys could have a bad game. We hope for a good game or just temper expectations, uh, especially when we get into the backup quarterbacks we're going to talk about here in just a minute. So um, <laughs> so let's move on to this let's guy. Let's move on to Deshaun Watson. Um, I, man, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like I said earlier, um, I went out and snatched up Will Levis on waivers and put him in because I don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to play. <clears throat> We're at halftime right now. He's got me six point three fantasy points. You went. You went halfway through the season, is what you meant. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, you Levis. Levis. <laughs> I thought Watson. I no. Meant, no, I mean Levis. Oh. Uh, I had to oh. pick up Levis, and 
So we're, we're halfway through that game while we're recording, and he's got he's six six fantasy points. I mean, he's 150 yards. It's not bad. It's um, a close game. It, it is, <laughs> and, and it's the Pittsburgh's got a good defense. So it's just Watson, man. I, I don't think the guy wants to play. I really don't. I, I think he's making excuses, and he went out and he played, and he and he looks like crap. And I think so he's just do, dancing let's, let's around. Just in- Let's just do an update for today. He he was limited at practice today. Uh, yes. No, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, I didn't see the one. Yeah, yesterday. Um, so at least he's trying to throw with that shoulder injury. Obviously, he can't throw. But that's his throwing shoulder. Um, but I, I don't think he plays this week either. Um, and to your point, it's now you don't know if it's a, the player that's the issue, the injury is the issue. And uh, – a lot of us, well, I don't have him anywhere, but a lot of a lot of individuals are just getting him because of the talent that we saw when he was in uh, with the Texans. Uh, you don't have much to do but wait it out, and if it's if it's redraft, I guess if you have an injury spot, you can put him in there. Uh, yeah, but you're cycling but it, him every week. That's the yeah, thing because yeah. he's he's not out. You're, you're, he's in and out of your IR spot, so you're constantly dropping somebody else. Like, so he he was my second quarterback. Just for bye week, and this happens to be the bye week that I needed him to fill in for because, yeah, you know, I either have Goff or um, Trevor Lawrence, which I was able to get both of those guys in a lot of spots. So I, I'm in a tough spot because I now I have Watson. I can't play him because he either doesn't want to play or can't play. And you look at Josh Allen, who has a shoulder injury that he's been dealing with for several weeks, and he plays every week. So, to to me, like obviously, I'm not comparing one injury to another, but I kind of am, uh, just based on the players. Like, to me, it seems like Watson just doesn't want to play. Like he just he doesn't want to be out. There. I don't want to hurt the team. Well, that's great, but uh, you know, play better. I, I guess I don't know. Like, yeah, with and, and with the injury, he got injured week three. So, yeah, um, <laughs> he's been he's been in and out. It, it's it's been a complete disappointment. Yeah, I think I think from from the team side, I mean, PJ Walker is going out there, and at least he's making Amari Cooper serviceable. That's kind yeah, of and are. and and Injoku, and they've been able to rejuvenate a running game with Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford. So, the, yeah. their offense has been okay. Like. And that's what makes it so frustrating with Watson is those guys were doing better with him and they're doing okay with PJ Walker, but I want better. You know, that's why I drafted Cooper where I drafted him. I I need the, I need the better out of, out of those guys. Ben. I'm sick of talking about this guy for the last three years between all the off field shit. And then last year with the suspension and coming back and, looking terrible and then this whole thing with his injury and being I don't know it looks like a little baby about it he's not helping himself with fans with anyone that like people are just sick of him because he's got all this guaranteed money he has this huge cloud over him still and he's not even playing like to entertain in the league or show or get any headway to make people forget about the shit that happened um I'm pretty close in most of the leagues that I have him to just, to just dropping him. If it's dynasty, I don't think I have him in any dynasties. I'd, I'd probably be trying to trade him away the minute he has any success. But, uh, 
Yeah, I'm just t- yeah. tired of talking about the guy. Like, he drives me crazy. Um, the Browns organization yeah, for- drives me fucking crazy. I want to cheer for them so <laughs> bad because they're like, it's Ohio. It's the working man city. It's well, you, you, everybody you wants want them to be good because they've been bad. Yeah, for like so you want to. Re- but- well, and I have cousins that have like they're big Browns fans and they have family in Cleveland, and so I hear about them all the time. And I really want them to be like successful. I've been to a game in Cleveland as a Panthers fan, and they were awesome to me. Like it was a really fun time. There's a lot of back and forth, but it was respectful and fun, and it wasn't anything crazy. No one hit me with. Uh, someone's leg, like something that happened in Philly. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just tired of talking about this guy. He he's a drag, and I, I they should just move on, but they can't. Um, so, unfortunately, we'll have to keep talking about it. But he just drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, star PJ Walker. <laughs> I, I man, look at my yeah. EDL team. He was in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, you have to. You got to. You got to. Desperate yeah, times, man. man. So this guy. Th- that'll lead us into the, the, the desperate times subject of the quarterback backup week. Um, so we have like so, nine yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah, starting this, this been... week that are backups that that were not the starters. Um, week one. Yeah, so, this has been a, a week where everyone is injured from a quarterback standpoint, plus the buy. Oh. So we're seeing all these names that we're throwing out there. Uh, either due to injury or coaching decisions, and there's a long list. But I think we've talked about most of these, so we, we can yeah. So we'll, we'll breeze over. So we'll, um, yeah. Will Levis is on this. Uh, obviously, he's playing tonight while we're recording. Uh, he looks decent, uh, having an okay night for the first half. We'll see how how he finishes up. Uh, coming off of last week's performance, uh, obviously, p- people are going to be looking for the same thing. I don't expect the same thing. Yeah. Um, I, I I figure he'll come back down to earth a little bit, but. High hopes. I mean, we talked about him in the offseason. I think he's definitely the starter going forward for Tennessee, even once Tannehill's healthy. I think they're ready to move on from Tannehill anyways. So I think I think they give Levis the shot unless, you know, he, he turns into uh, Jordan Love after a couple Turns of into days. a pumpkin. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do think when Tannehill comes back that he's going to be the starter. Uh, I do think he brings life back into some of the fantasy assets there with with Hopkins. Um, obviously, Henry's been fine, but I, I think it helps that offense. It's going to help them score, which is going to be good for fantasy. Ben? Yeah, I mean, we, you were talking about his fantasy points being at like a six for, for the game. But yeah, he's, it's uh, halftime. He's at 153 yards. Um, yeah. That's all, like close to a 300-yard game. He, if he got a touchdown the first half, we'd be saying that he's having a great, great game, and they've been close. And against the Steelers to put uh, up, believe me, I'm not. I'm not complaining. No, like, Six points instead of none. In, but you know in terms I mean? of real, in terms of real football, he's. I think he's playing a great game. He hasn't turned the ball over against yeah. a very good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't really yeah. gotten to him much, and he's playing well. So that that's encouraging. He, was, he got very close to to running one in, Ben. Yeah, as you said, because like, I, I I have the game in here. Yeah, the side as well. <laughs> he got really close to running one. No, in. I, and he yeah. he made a really nice pass to. Uh, Oh, one of the wide receivers, the double name wide receiver. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but it yeah, was beautiful. Uh, Westbrook yeah, beautiful pass. Like it looked, I have it to my yeah. left too, and it, it was really yeah, nice. He, he pass, so. dropped it in right over the top of the That's linebacker. That's the stuff yeah, you want to see. Perfect touch. So, um, so the next guy is going to be Jalen Hall for uh, Minnesota. He's starting this week for Cousins, yep. uh, which we talked about already. 
Yeah, I don't think not much more there. I think no. I think we yeah we, we see him this week and then we see Dobbs next yeah, week, right? Anyone disagree on that one? I don't unless think. he lights no, it up. That's my we'll expectation see. too. Yeah, I which I don't no. expect. Um, Hopefully. So Taylor Heineke will be starting this week for Atlanta. Um, well, before you get <clears> excited, Ben, Arthur Smith has said that it's going to be a week by week thing. So that's th- that's my concern. My Ritter's, concern is that we we all want Heineke, and then Smith comes in and he brings Ritter back. Yeah. So I, it may be good for Ritter right now to get because you got to figure he didn't have a real veteran to to learn behind last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariota was fucking absolutely terrible and absent. So, and, yeah. So you have Heineke now, who played a half a game last week. Uh, he's going to start this week. May get a few games, and you know they're right at the top of their division, so they're competing. So I think they're going to do what's best for the team, which is fine. Uh, obviously, he's had some struggles. Um. He, he needs more experience. He has some things he's got to learn. So this might be a good opportunity for him to see from a better quarterback than what he's been able to study behind. Um, I think Heineke brings fantasy value to London if he plays, Pitts, the running backs, um, both of the t- you know both of the tight ends. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say you, you meant head. Jonah Smith. That's who you meant. No, I mean both of them. I mean <laughs> – um, Heineke throws to the tight end, so I think both of them have a good opportunity, and especially if London doesn't play, then they definitely have opportunities. So, yeah, uh, I, I think the the passing offense, fantasy wise, can be better this week. So uh, I'm optimistic for that. And my only my only concern here is, like you said, Arthur Smith. Um, he says he wants to run the ball, but then he only runs the ball 19 times. Uh, B. John gets 11 carries last week. Like, what are you doing? You want to run the ball, run the ball. Um, you only have 20, 22 passes or something like that, or 30 passes. I, I, I don't even think it was 30. Um, I have to go back and look. They're, yeah, like, they're just shit, though. Like, you're going to throw or you're going to run? Like, what are you going to do? I don't do? understand like, how it, they spend all those picks on Pitts, London, and Bijan Robinson for guys that we all know are very good football players, like electric, very good football players should not fail in this league. Like Pitts is a generation running back. Bijan's supposed to be a generation running back. London is supposed yeah. to be an elite num- number one wide receiver and then just not use anyone at all. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense how the guy has a job. Well, yeah, hopefully Heineke, like he supported Terry and uh, for a while and Logan Thomas at the same time. Um, produced some pretty good running backs out of that that team. Hopefully, yeah. They had, but and they had uh, Jahan. You, he also was able to support Curtis Samuel yeah, at the same like, time. So hopefully, we see all three of those guys go off like this week. That'd be great. And I hate the Falcons, but I want to see it because I'm tired of these guys being <laughs> bums on fantasy teams when it's not their well, they've fault. Been, they've been doing a little bit better. They've been a doing a little, little bit, bit better, better this last couple like, weeks. Yeah. I want yeah. like Pitts is supposed to be Kelsey. Like, let's go. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I mean, it, you got to figure it's down on you are as, uh, with Ritter. They're four and four. He, he's been adequate. Yeah, he's fine. There's a few games that they should have won that he lost with with turnovers and stuff. But they're growing pains for a young a young quarterback. But he's had excellent games where he and like his his ball looks decent when he's throwing it. 
he's making rookie mistakes with the reads and stuff like that. It's just it's a maturity thing. He's got to grow. Hopefully this will help. Um, but they need to win football games. They're they're at the top of a bad division right now, and they easily can take this division with a few wins. So I definitely think it, it might be a good move and see what you got with Heineke. It may not make a difference. And- they, they and and right they're playing. The, they're playing the Vikings. So Vikings. You know they're going like to be. Yeah, you know they're going to be passed. Someone has to so. win that game, I guess. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope so. Um, so move on from him. We'll talk about. Uh, we've already mentioned Brett Ripien. We'll be filling in for Stafford this week. Um, not much more to say about him. No. Clayton Toon looks to be the starting quarterback in Arizona with Dobbs vacating and going to Minnesota. Uh, but with zero, this one, I zero I, expectations I think, for me. Yeah, but what do you think? I I think what if they surprise us and they they actually play Kyle? Absolutely, I think so. By the sounds of it, he's back, and they're just he, kind so of playing the game of who are we going to start. But it sounds like he's playing. Yeah. Well, which is and, and that's kind that's, of what I was going to say is um, he's been practicing in full yeah. the last all last week and this week. Um, they didn't activate him last week which makes sense because uh, you still had Dobbs so I expect that they activate him on Saturday yeah um, to place to play for Sunday so everybody will, right. will scheme for Clayton tune and then all of a sudden Kyler will be out there and, and I think that's who it's going to be but you have to plan for tune just in case you know just in case they give Kyler another week because they have another you know they had 21 days so you're into the second week now. They have till sometime next week to activate him. So, if Tune plays, I want nothing to do with that offense, uh, other than maybe one of the running backs. But which running back, I don't know, because they keep, seem to keep changing each week. No, and uh, Demarcado is injured. So yeah, it, it, <laughs> they're and, running out of running backs as well. Right. And, well, and like his projection goes up, then it goes down, then it goes up, then it goes down. So <laughs> I don't even know what to do with him because he may play, he may not. Yeah. Um, so that whole situation's a mess. But right now it looks like it's what is it? Kevante Ingram is that? Kevante Ingram, yes. Kevante, yeah. Which he he had a good week, and then they completely schemed him out of the offense. So I, I don't know what they're doing either, but they're trying to find themselves. That's a that's a first year coach, and that's a whole other mess. But so let's assume um, let's assume that Kyler starts. Uh, obviously, Zach Ertz is out, so McBride. Is your tight end Hollywood should be relevant? Um, whichever running back plays should be relevant. Is there anybody else on that team? Rondale Moore, maybe. That you no, guys are interested uh, my, in? I'd rather play Mike Wilson. I mean, would you rather play him though, with him not having any time at all with Kyler? And, and that's my only concern because they they have zero reps. At least he has reps with the other guys. Yeah, I it's the, the more experience I've I've had it, and you know they scheme this guy in, they give him some carries here and there, but you end up with three, four fantasy points. It's it's not even worth it. So if uh, last minute kind of uh, break the glass thing, I I'd rather play Wilson. All right, okay. yeah, I'm not playing anybody other than uh, McBride and uh, Hollywood. I think Hollywood's if Kyle plays like I expect him to, I think Hollywood has a big like a pretty big game. Yeah, that's a that's a big boost to Hollywood because yeah, like he yeah. he's yeah. the he's the guy there now. There's no yeah, there's no Hopkins. Now they have 
the guy back at quarterback who can make plays. Um, I think, and Hollywood's good at getting open. He's good good at the deep ball. Kyler can throw the the deep ball. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I hope he's back because that team's been no fun to watch. I need him to be back. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I do too. Believe me, um, I, I do hope he's back. I, I am starting Zach Wilson. Although they, they've I been able, to. To, like they've been able to hang on w- without him, like do and do better than anybody expected. Oh, so absolutely. It's been decent football. And uh, decent fantasy numbers for a couple of the guys. So. A little word of caution, though. Modern Warfare Three drops this month, so. Oh geez, yeah. So you have to get Kyler for one Kyler. game. <laughs> Make it good. <laughs> uh, all right, um, PJ Walker. Uh, we know what we have with him. He, he's been starting. I think so. these guys we talked about. You, you want yeah. to move on to? Yeah. Uh, so Aiden O'Connell, we talked about him. Uh, the last one's Tyson Pageant. And we, we kind of know what we've got with him, which isn't a ton. Uh, there's, there's probably some work for DJ Moore, but I don't like you got to start him. They play because, the Saints this week, which is tough yeah, defense. Which is going to be which is uh, DJ Moore is going to get Marshawn Lattimore, who he actually knows how to play against. So mm-hmm. he might have a decent game, but it's it's going to be tough because Chicago's been another one of those teams that's just been bad. Mm-hmm. You know they're they're up and down, but they're just they're not that great. So, but you got to start them. You got to start them. So that'll wrap that up. Um, the scary situation. So hopefully next week next week is better. Well, next week it's not <laughs> Halloween, so this week goes off, uh, and then it's no longer a scary week. So yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, so then it's a good week. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we'll jump into the magical world of fantasy football chronicles. Recaps and this week's questions. All right. So, uh, like we said at the beginning of the show, we're recording this on Thursday. So, everybody's going to already have their questions in, but just to get ours on record. Um, last week, week eight, Ben, you got two right. I had four right. Diego, you had three right. So, uh, Josh Allen, question one, Josh Allen over under 250.5 passing yards. Uh, Diego, you and I both had the over. It was over. Um, Dallas and Los Angeles Rams wide receivers with at least 12 fantasy points. The over under that was two and a half. I got that one correct with the under. Uh, only um, CD Lamb and Brandon Cooks were 12 points. 12. No, I mean, and Cooks had 12.5. <laughs> Come on, the, the injury to Stafford didn't yeah, help. Kill this. It, no, it didn't. It didn't. Um, so uh, the next one, Jamar Chase over under 0.5 receiving touchdowns. We all three got that one with the over. He had a touchdown. Uh, Isaiah. Ugh. Isaiah Pacheco over under <laughs> 60 and a half rushing yards. The uh, the Mahomes flu game. Ugh. We all took the over on that. He was under. He had 40 and a half. Um, I mean, if, that, if Mahomes isn't sick, I, I think that entire game plays differently and everybody's this happy just, with their fantasy week. This just reminds <laughs> you how, how good Michael Jordan was. His flu yeah. game. Yeah. That's the way you play. I mean, Take note. Basketball's a little yeah. different, though. It's kind of a sport where one guy can 
rule the world. <laughs> it's not the same. But yeah. Yeah. No, super impressive. But I mean, just, just it, it is it, like Mahomes being sick, how it affected everybody else's. And, and it was, you could see it. It was evident. So yeah. in, in this case, one man does rule the, <laughs> rule the world. <laughs> um, all right, the next one, number of running backs with at least two rushing touchdowns. The over and under was three and a half. We all took the under on that and got that correct. So the special item was the Pet Niffler. Uh, select the player to beat their projection. Uh, ben, you took Reed's Hall. Yours was correct. Um, I took Jacoby Myers, and we all know what happened with that Vegas game. He, he had two points. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Devontae Adams had 1.6. Uh, so... Did definitely did not make projection, and Diego, you took Nico Collins, and he also did not he make completely projection. Bummed, he did yeah. nothing. So. I was very worried about that one. Looking at uh, the box score for that game, until I scrolled down to the receptions, and I was like, "Okay, I'm good." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So, week nine's questions. First question, and uh, oh, we don't have a uh, we don't have a Thursday night question this week. Nice. Probably because there's no expectations for anybody who went fantasy wise for Thursday night. Probably because Diego uh, keeps handing those in. That's why. right. <laughs> uh, all right. So first question. Um, so yeah. So people will actually be able to resubmit these if they want. Uh, Alvin Kamara has the most fantasy points among New Orleans and Chicago non-quarterback players. Uh, I took true on this, Ben. Yeah, true on this. Just uh, no one from the Bear side is really overwhelming in this game I don't think I, I think a lot more shuts DJ down too much to be more relevant than Kamara has been and he's on fire right now he seems to be the only guy they're really using uh, consistently um, the only other player I could think th- think of that w- might outscore him would be uh, Chris Olave but I just don't see it happening um, Kamara's going to have another big game yeah no I think they get ahead early and they run with Kamara, I really do. Uh, Diego? Uh, no, I think I'm going to take the true on this one. Uh, Kamara's just been on fire. And Carr is just dumping everything to him. Uh, Chicago, like you guys were saying, I mean, we just talked about having a backup quarterback. The running game is a mess. Those are three guys. If I, no one, I, I own them all over the place. I can't start anyone. Half of them are injured. The other half, they don't work out. It's, I'll take just true. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, next question. So C.D. Lamb and A.J. Brown both finished with at least 100 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. So I took true on this. Uh, A.J. Brown's been on a tear. Uh, C.D. Lamb's been having a couple of good weeks. Um, I know the last time we had this one, uh, I took the under. with I think it was with Diggs, but uh, I'm going to take the chance on this one. And I'm going to take true. Diego? Uh, I'm going to take false. I'm going to go against the grain here with you guys. Um, I think one of them will do it, but I don't know if they both will have the touchdown. I don't think they meet everything. I mean, they're uh, as we always do, they're, they're playing each other, um, division game. I don't know if it's going to be high-paced, high-scoring. Maybe it isn't. Um, there's other options out there. I just don't think you get the 100 yards and a touchdown. After last week's division game with with uh, the commanders. Yeah, but that's their fans. The commanders, I, I still don't know what jinx the commanders have over, over the Eagles every time they play them. <laughs> Same yeah, thing. They do, they do. They play them well. Yeah. Um, ben. 
Yeah, no, give me uh, give me true on this one. Um, as I said last week, AJ Brown continues to separate himself from Devonte Smith. Uh, not that Devonte Smith is bad, just AJ Brown is that is that good. Um, He's a monster. And CD Lamb <laughs> seems to be also on fire. The Dallas offense seems to be clicking. So I'm hoping this game's a shootout. The Eagles defense seems to be a lot softer than it's been, um, letting teams into games. But their offense is so good that it keeps keeps going. So I'm expecting high scoring, and these two guys get theirs. So they'll get in the end zone, and they both get lots of big plays. So 100 yards for either of them is not not a stretch at all. It's just a matter of the touchdowns, and I think they're the guys that their quarterbacks look for. So I think they can both get in there. All right. Uh, next question. Joe Burrow, more or less fantasy points than Josh Allen. Uh, I took more on this one. I think that shoulder injury that Allen has and just Buffalo has not looked to be the same team the last couple of weeks. And Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have. Uh, I think that uh, this, this rematch from last year's championship week is going to go the Bengals way. Ben? Yeah, exactly what you're saying. One is progressing from an injury and one's regressing from an injury. So um, I think Burrow and Chase take this over Allen and Diggs, and we're going to get a lot of Joe Burrow points. Uh, he seems to be back. Um, also, fuck the Bills. So, yeah, go go Bengals in this one. I, <laughs> I spent 12 years around Bills fans in Niagara. I'm not a huge Bills fan, but uh, I like Joe Burrow a lot. Um, give me Give me the more more fancy points for Burrow. All right. Diego? Now I'm also going to take Burrow. Uh, it's kind of the same thing you guys said. Uh, the, the Bengals have been on fire. Uh, Bills managed to put a good, a good one out there. Just kind of a comeback game, but I don't know. I, don't know. I think I'm just going to take the Bengals on this one. Don't let Diego fool you. He saw Ben and I put more, and he didn't want to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Question four. Uh, Austin Eckler, more or less total yards in Brees Hall. Uh, I also took more on this one. I think Eckler is due. Uh, and this is total yards where if it was rushing, I, I think I'd go with Brees. But I think that uh, the Chargers are going to come in, and I think Eckler's going to get a, a good amount of work with, with rushing work, with dump-offs. Um, and I think that – Brees is limited in, in what he does in that offense still by Zach Wilson. Uh, ben? So I have uh, Eckler having less total yards than Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall has been very good the last few weeks. Um, the Chargers defense doesn't seem to be able to stop a whole lot of anything and continue to let that team down quite a bit. And I think the Jets are the other way around where their defense is quite good. Um, so I think they'll stifle, stifle Eckler a little bit. Um, so yeah. And Brees does get the passing work when they end up down. And I do think, I think they still end up down because the Chargers have quite a good offense, but they get their yards in the air and more to Keenan Allen, um, and Everett when he's out there. So uh, I don't know. I, I, this is, it was a really hard week for these more or lesses. Um, but I like Brees Hall for this one and he's on my team in my Harry Potter league. So let's go. All right. So the last one is at least. You didn't ask me. <laughs> Diego. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> no worries. I also take the more uh, kind of same thing you said, just because it's total yards and and Eckler is really the the second option on that team uh, with with Palmer not not being able to play and still coming back from that injury. Uh, so I'll take the more for Eckler. Okay. And now the last question: um, At least one wide receiver has one hundred and fifty or more receiving yards. Uh, I'm taking the true on this, and I think it's going to be who. Like, I, I don't know who it is. I'm trying to figure out that, this question. So I, I, I think it's anyone. either going to be Lamb, A.J. Brown, or Tyreek Hill. That might be the least creative answer ever, but very, very true. Yeah, it's just one guy, so fine. I'll, I'll swing to true. I just, I'm looking at the matchups. We just talked about all these backup quarterbacks starting. Yeah. And like, oh. Well, there's only like there's only so many teams that or there's only so many players that that really realistically can do this anyways right now and yeah. I mean Chase, Chase is another guy that certainly could do it. Uh I could probably, you know, Keenan Allen potentially could do it yeah. against the Jets. I was thinking Evans or the Buccaneers uh, and Texans maybe. Yeah. Evans Evans is another guy that could do it too. So, I mean there's there's All five right. guys right there that have done it this year already at least once. So, um, all right. So Diego picks true Ben. I also pick true. I think it's going to be one of the two guys that we talked about earlier with lamb and AJ Brown, just that matchup seems to always be explosive. Um, but we've talked about all these high end wide receivers doing it. What's more likely to happen is probably none of them will. And one guy that we don't know (laughs) or like, Oh, yeah, about. like Rasheed yeah. Rice or something is going to go off, and yeah, yeah. Something I mean, like this that. Is, this could, this could be uh, Devontae Smith's yeah. week or who knows? T Higgins' week, but like, somebody can do knows? it. There's some high power offenses out there. Diggs could do it. Who knows? Yeah. So, all right. Um, so then, the special item for this week is the fireworks, and I believe we revamped this because I think last time it was up, it was uh, you just had to win. Um, so. I'll have to go back and look. So the fireworks is select a wide receiver or a running back to finish top 12 at their position. So I took Tyreek Hill just because I think that um, that's going to be a high, a high scoring offense in Germany. I think they're going to give those fans uh, a really good offensive game on both sides of the ball. So I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill. Diego. I'm going to take Kamara. I think he is I think he's back after he came back. He's just he's been on fire like we talked about from a from a points perspective. He's getting all these dump offs, half PPR that's great. He has 25% uh target share since he's back. Uh he is like he's the second wide receiver option on that team. Um the Olave is not doing that well, so just give me some Kamara just to keep with the trend. All right, Ben. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Raheem Mostert. Um, He's been pretty on fire all year. They seem to be really using him a lot. He's the goal goal line back still there. Um, And until A-Chain comes back, he is the only guy worth having in that that running back room. Um, And he's been in the top 12 most weeks this year, so... Uh, I'm gonna think. I think he's gonna continue that trend, and we're gonna, like you said, gonna get some fireworks in Kansas City, or sorry, in the Kansas City Dolphins game over in Germany. Raheem from from being Raheem most hurt to being Raheem oh, must, come must on, start. Right? 
Must start. Don't. Yeah, but you know what you're doing. You just talked about him getting hurt. He's going to hurt. Uh, no, get hurt no. This week. I'm Stop saying that. he's a must. He's a must start. <laughs> and he's also I'm saying he's finally he's finally transitioned into uh, a viable fantasy. You can put some mustard on your bratwurst over in Germany. Yeah. Over in Germany. Well, hey. see, I see what you guys it works. <laughs> see, see, Diego, you got to get on Come board on, with these puns. You're, you're missing the get boat. Get the dad here. jokes. <laughs> I'm all for the dad jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's going to wrap up the show for this week. Um, Diego. Uh, no, it was a good show. Thanks, you guys, for listening. If, um, if you want to chat about football, um, found on Sleeper, Don Gato. Uh, I'm hoping your seasons are going well. We made it through the mid-mark here. So steady the course. Uh, the course keep going. Um, we're almost there. Remember, all you got to do is get in the playoffs. That's it. And if you want to talk about dad jokes, you can also reach out to him because Diego loves no, his dad jokes. No, message Ben. I, I, I just don't have the strength. <laughs> uh, ben? Yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Um, it was a lot of fun recording tonight and lifting up the spirits after feeling pretty shitty yesterday. So thank you guys for uh, dragging me through this one. Um, if you need to find me on Sleeper at Rockstar12, bring me the dad jokes. Big fan of those. My kids hate them, but that's okay. <laughs> um, also, just wanted to put a shout out to SpongeBob in uh, in our listener league. It's uh, seven and one versus seven and one. Number one versus number two this week. And uh, I hope Ooh. we get some high scores and we have a big uh, big shootout uh, this week. Let's see who the top dog is. So uh, good luck this week, buddy. Yeah, mentioning that, I, w- <laughs> I meant to tell you guys, uh, after we put my team out, out of contention, I won last week. Look at you. <laughs> because why wouldn't <laughs> it happen, right? Yeah, you know, and I'm, and I'm projected to win this week too, even though I left Najee on my bench. Um, I remember we, we we had that match where I almost yeah. uh, I almost beat you in that game where we did yeah the trade. well yeah you you and I traded in in the Harry Potter league and, gave and you everything I, almost, I had and then you almost last. lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way it works for me. So um, yeah, so thank you all for listening. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a good show. I'm glad we were able to get it done this week. Um, I'm glad you're feeling better, Ben. Next time. Check the candy before you eat the candy. It's like Canadian candy. <laughs> you should be uh, you should be teaching your kids this. Uh, <laughs> you can find me in Sleeper at Solinator. Uh, you can find me on Twitter or X at the FF Degenerate. Um, you can send us a question for the show, email, comment, whatever. Um, DDDFFPod at gmail.com. You can check out our website www.daydreamingdegenerates.com you can check out our Facebook page just search for the Daydreaming Degenerates Fantasy Football Podcast um, <clears throat> thank you all for listening uh, we really appreciate it good luck this week in your week 9 matchups hopefully you're able to feel the full roster and the uh, bye weeks don't hurt you too badly good luck this week and good night